what are you noticing? Do you think more motorists are parking illegally in Limerick these days? Labour councillor Joe Ledden thinks that it may be time to shame motorists who park illegally. He certainly believes the problem is getting worse and he's on the line. Good morning to Joe. Good morning, Joe. Good morning to your listeners. Now, give me some examples of how it's getting worse. Well, I suppose, Joe, if I just put it into context, I'm a member of the Council's Transport Strategic Policy Committee, and at our last meeting there in March, we had a group, your listeners may be familiar with them, the Step Forward Disability Group. They came in and they made a presentation to the members of the Transport SVC on various different issues and challenges that they have as a group, bearing in mind the group represents various different people with disabilities, it could be physical disabilities, it could be intellectual disabilities, sensory disabilities, etc., etc. And one of the biggest challenges they have is the issue of cars parked illegally. Um, the car could be parked on a footpath, but obviously that creates an issue, not even for people with disability, but that creates an issue for people, you know, just trying to move about. Uh, it could be a, a young mother or father pushing a pram, or it could be an elderly person, or whatever the case may be. There's cars parked in bus stops. That was one of the big issues that the Step Forward Disability Group uh, referenced because if the bus can't pull into the bus bay or to the bus stop, then the bus is forced to stay in traffic, which is obviously causing an issue with traffic congestion. But people then are getting off a bus and they're getting down steps off the bus onto a road and so on, rather than a level access on a footpath if the bus could park properly. There's cars parking in disabled uh, parking bays and this is just an ongoing issue. I have to say, not just in Limerick to be fair, this is probably a national if not a mm. universal problem. So, so what do we need but to do? But it's certainly getting worse. Even last week I had people saying there was cars parked outside the plaza in Colbert Station, uh, which to be fair has a, a magnificent work has been done in upgrading the You mean on the plaza? There physically on the plaza, cars parked there, uh, and I raised that at the Metropolitan District Council meeting uh, as early as Monday of this week. And then O'Connell Street with all the pedestrianisation, is it happening there too? It is. I mean, we can see that even when the work has gone on in the concrete, if we're down to one lane, which, to be fair, we have been for a number of weeks or months, uh, if not years, to be fair, with that project, you've seen cars parked there. Some of them are, are belong to the contractor. Some of them are members of the public just taking an opportunity to pull in and run in somewhere for, for the usual right, Well, I mean, the contractor knows a different issue, to be fair. The contractor yeah, can do I what the contractor that. wants to do. I mean, in the context of the building project, I mean, there's a, there's there, but, but members of the public should not be using it. The contractor no, has a no, reason but, to. No, but they are, and I suppose... One once you see one or two, it becomes... Yeah. So, uh, it, so it what's, just, the, what, what's the option here? What can we do? I mean, do we not police this anyway? Well, we do. I mean, there's two authorities, really. There's the, obviously, there's the traffic warden with the council who are out and doing a job and to the best of their ability, and obviously then there's the Garda Shikon as well. Uh, the, the proposal I put forward at Monday's meeting is that, look, the guards can come along, to be fair to them. Uh, they may see a car parked illegally, and they can scan the car registration number uh, and off they go, and then two weeks later, that individual will get a, a fine in the post and a penalty point or whatever, and that's, that's fine and, and right. Uh, the traffic council, uh, or the traffic wardens with the council can obviously place a ticket on the windscreen. Uh, some people might remove the ticket as a skit. The ticket might blow away. If it's a bad windy day or wet or whatever, the ticket might disintegrate. The point I'm making is a lot of us are going into town, into the city. We're seeing cars parked illegally and we don't see is there any enforcement being done. The proposal or the pilot suggestion that I put forward on Monday is that we do what you see in other areas. It could be the University Hospital. It could be the University of Limerick. It could be any other area whereby if you park illegally, there's a sticker placed on the driver's window or the passenger window of the car to say this car is parked the, illegally. The big red one, the big red, red sticky one. It, it can be whatever colour you want maybe red. Well, I've seen it, big red sticky ones and, they're, and they look like and they're the impossible point, to get off or very difficult anyway. 
Well, the point I'm making is that becomes a visual deterrent then. So if you see cars parked in the bus, bus stop or in the disabled parking bay or in a loading bay or even on a footpath, as I've said, and there's a sticker placed on the, 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 the driver's side or the passenger side of that car, that to me is a visual deterrent and sends a clear message out there then. Uh, now, the ticket comes as well, to be fair. So, like, the traffic warden can place the ticket, but if they can equally place a sticker on the window, and, it becomes and, and much is, more is of a deterrent. the traffic warden, Joe Leighton, legally allowed to do that? This is where the issue is, because the reply I got to the, the proposal I made on Monday was that under the Road Traffic Act, there's a, they, obviously they can put a, a ticket on the car, but under the current legislation, we'd have to amend that legislation or introduce a separate bylaw for a sticker to be placed on it. Now, to be fair, one of my colleagues made the suggestion on Monday that the actual, the actual ticket that the, that the traffic warden prints, if that could be adjusted or amended or made bigger, uh, that, could be, uh, that, that could be physically stuck on the passenger window, just to make it more visually noticeable. Yeah. That in itself may, may uh, right. it may uh, help in uh, trying to reduce uh, the amount of people that are parking. And Joe, can I just say as well, it's not just the footpaths or the loading bays or the bus stops or the disabled bays, they're actually parking on the main street and where there's double yellow lines. It's like nearly a free-for-all at times, and right. that's just not... Sure, I mean, not to mention out in the suburbs. I mean, the parking in the suburbs is ridiculous. Yeah, well, I'm specifically talking to do with the city centre, you know. That is piling cars on top of footpaths. No one can get past them, blocking traffic. It's just... Tell me anyway, where are you on the scramblers, the rock throwing from the Childers Road Bridge and another rock throwing that we've been hearing about on the show this week? I, I, I heard my colleague, Councillor Catherine Slattery, on the radio during the week or yesterday, and she's 100% right. I was out canvassing myself, as I do most weeks. Met a lady during the week. She was bringing her elderly mother um, back, back home, and a rock came down. She actually showed me the, the impact it had on the car. Thankfully, it didn't hit the windscreen. It hit the back of the car uh, and left a dent there as well. She actually made a call and ended up talking to someone in Cork, believe it or not, when she rang the Gardaí. But... I think what's going to have to happen here, and I listened to Councillor Slattery yesterday, I think the Irish Rail are going to have to go back in there and make it literally impossible for these young tugs to actually be able to access this area whereby they're able to throw down stones or rocks onto the cars. It's absolutely appalling. But, and but does that not mean that you have to go incident. beyond the uh, width and length of the bridge, though, to, in order to effectively so, do it? Absolutely. But I that's mean, not we, all Irish Rail. Well, then Irish Rail will have to collaborate with whoever they, the, 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 the governing authorities are, whether it's the council or whoever. We cannot have a situation whereby we will all be wringing our hands here if a rock comes down on a windscreen, causes the car to swerve, crash into someone else and causes an injury or worse or worst case scenario, as Councillor Slattery said, the death of someone. Then we'll all be wringing our hands and why didn't we do X, Y and Z? Look, as far as I'm concerned, you know, this is an engineering solution to a problem, to an antisocial behaviour problem. And Irish Rail are the lead authority in this area. will have to bring in people to design uh, the, the uh, scenario whereby it becomes practically impossible for these tugs to gain but, access. But, but what about, what the, about the people who are doing the rock throwing? I mean, in fairness to Irish Rail, they're not throwing the rocks from the bridge. I know they're not, uh, but it's like, and it's like antisocial behaviour coming out of a house. It's not the house that's causing the antisocial behaviour. Then you're back into education, community engagement, and education. So on and support. Don't throw a rock at a car travelling underneath that, as happened in this instance over the last few days, may have a toddler in the back of it. Yeah, we need to educate people not to do that. 
it's not so much that we need to educate people, but your parents have a responsibility here as well in terms of where their children are uh, at different hours of the day and so on and so forth. Uh, I mean, parenting and education begins in the home, and if the parent isn't going to be a responsible parent in terms of how their son or daughter go up and the do's and don'ts and the rights and wrongs, yeah. then ever before they go outside the front door of the house, we've got a problem. And right. the reality is that's actually what's happening. So education, when education. I'm saying education, I'm talking about education from the point of view of parental don't responsibility throw, Don't throw a rock home. from a railway bridge down the moving car. It's not so much don't throw a rock from a railway oh, bridge. Don't throw a, rock, don't throw a rock full stop. You know, you're going to hurt or injure someone. I mean, it's basic parental responsibility, isn't it? Yeah. I honestly, it's Friday morning and I really don't want to spend an hour on this one, Joe, but just very briefly since you're on. <sighs> O'Connell Street. Off you, go, off you go. We're, we're nearly there. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of pain, there's been a lot of frustration, particularly in the pace, on, the, on the basis of the retailers and the businesses in the city. They've had an absolutely, how would I say, really frustrating and enduring time while all this work has been done. But it's looking very, very well now. I mean, there's sections of it completely done. The new traffic si- lights and signals were going in uh, yesterday and being installed. So we're, up, we're, we're literally, as I understand it, a couple of weeks away of a complete um, job being done. And it looks a million times better than what was there a couple of years ago. Yes, there was pain. Yes, it went down longer than anyone anticipated. But the finished product will be absolutely fantastic. And it'll be a pleasure to bring people into the city and to walk around our main thoroughfare. All right. Councillor Joe Ledden of the Labour Party, thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.